AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Andre Lopachenko. Andre is the VP of Engineering, Search and Conversational AI, Machine Learning and Engineering Search Engines for Zillow Group. Andre, welcome to the show. Hi, uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice no, to meet everybody. It's a pleasure having you on. Andre, so let's start with a little bit of background of yourself. Um, what got you involved in technology? Some of the roles that you've held along the way, taking us up to your current role here as the, the head of all things engineering at Zillow. So my basic background was in theoretical physics, which I got in Moscow. After that, I moved to computer science and I got my doctorate degree in computer science uh, from the University of Manchester, United Kingdom in 2007. It was more like in traditional database technologies, traditional distributed query processing and consistent databases and so on. After that, I moved to Google. It was my first job after PhD. And I started in Google Zurich, Switzerland. Then I moved to Google Mountain View. I was working on Google Search. So it was perhaps like uh, first uh, one of the first machine learning applications to wide scale with when your machine learning solutions is applicable to billion of users. This was my first experience with uh, machine learning and data science at wide scale. After that, I moved to Apple. I was a founding engineer for Apple Maps uh, Search. Me and another person, we built a first iteration of Apple Maps Search and we scaled it and then we hired a team. And that after that, I moved back to Google. I was working also on Apple App Store Search. And after that, I moved more to leadership positions. I moved to Walmart Labs, where I was leading team working on search science algorithms for search. And it was uh, international team, part was here in the United States, part was in India, Bangalore, working on whole search science stack from query understanding to search assist to ranking solutions. After that, I worked in Japanese holding. Uh, so like we had artificial intelligence lab here. After that, I moved to eBay, and after that, currently to Zillow, and my team is responsible for search properties of Zillow, from search science to uh, engineering, to building efficient retrieval solutions, to uh, DevOps uh, operations for them, and also we are building a lot of new solutions, what we call conversational AI. It mostly related to understanding speech and what we can get out of there, so I cannot tell details much of this because it's still product is not uh, openly launched. It's still in secret mode. But basically, my current work and work of my team is from search to conversational AI technologies. Excellent. Thank you very much for that background. Um, I, I want to come back to some of the roles that you've held um, along the way in a moment. But, but focusing on um, your current role here at Zillow Group for 
most people in North America will be very familiar with Zillow, one of the most well-recognized uh, real estate tech brands. But um, could you give a, a bit of background of the company as a whole, the larger Zillow group, so people are aware of, of the full scale of not just the, the, the organization, but the, the, the responsibility your role holds as being leader of, of the entire engineering group? Uh, Zillow started as a say, search provider to find real estate, uh, residential real estate uh, in 2006. Uh, since that time, it's changed. It's like has totally new phase. First of all, it's a set of different companies, Zillow Group. It includes uh, Trulia. It includes uh, several other companies. I think by now six or seven companies with a uh, different set of services in real estate. And uh, we have like, again, uh, it's still a like front face for people want to find a, a residential real estate, but also uh, we have a very big new business Zillow offers when we buy houses from people and there are many customers who come to Zillow to sell their ha house to Zillow. So we call this i-buying experience. And also like we're extending, we're going deep into transaction step. So Zillow is a company and transitional step when we expand to all of our company uh, very much to face our customers at many steps of transaction process. Thank you. Really helpful. So look, you've, you've obviously had a, an incredibly successful career having worked for, you know, two of the biggest well-known tech companies globally, and which has now led you to leading um, probably the most exciting real estate tech company in North America. What I'd be interested to understand is what has been the the factors which led you to make the decisions to move career, uh, change roles within your career when you did? Because, you know, many people look at Google and Apple and they think, wow, there's so much going on there that you could stay there for your entire career and always been fulfilled. But you've always been brave enough to take on a new challenge and, and leave large organizations for the next thing. So it'd be good to understand for people listening, you know, the, your decision-making process and how you assessed the, the new opportunities as and when they were presented? Oh, yes, uh, it's a good question. I think there are several uh, main motivation factors which uh, motivated my movement, right? Uh, first, why I moved out from Google at the very beginning. So uh, Google is like very big, very interesting company. It has very exciting AI and ML, ML team. I work there in search quality team, but uh, search quality in Google is very big team, right? And you work as a part of something like in creating a big but incremental value to existing search engine. And one of the main factors while I first time I moved from Google to Apple, it was opportunity to create a new search engine from there, like, you know, like from zero, from scratch, from something which did not exist and scale it to 100 millions of users rather than deploying a new ranking component, but within existing search engine. So one of main motivations why I was, why I moved was to start working on something new, which I did not have much opportunity in the previous company and expand. I really like learning, <laughs> like to feel student all the time, to learn something totally new. Like once learning Google, how to improve the big, but existing search engine, the next step is learn how to improve uh, how to create new search engine which did not exist and actually at the moment when in Apple uh, now an open source uh, technology was applicable that scale what we've done there 
And then other movements were also like expanding horizons, learning something new, like how we can apply those big te search technologies which were developed for maps and for search, how we can apply them to e-commerce because it's very different type of search. You have significantly smaller number of documents, but these documents are very structured and there are many besides textual relevance, which is typical for web search, there are many other important factors like how to uh, consumers will trust to this particular seller, how they will trust to this particular brand, how they will trust to this particular type of uh, product uh, is important. So uh, for me, I think main motivation factor to move was to embrace new horizons, to learn new types of search, to build new types of systems and which will work under very different uh, conditions. This was the main factor to learn something new and to build new type of systems. Thank you. Thank you. Really, really good to get an understanding of, of, of what your motivations were and also what you've gained from it. Um, so then focusing on y your current role at, at Zillow Group, I mean, it's, it's quite a long-winded title, which encompasses all of the various responsibilities that you have. But if we were to be on the inside of, of the engineering and data team within, within the Zillow Group, what are the main challenges that you're working on? What are the main projects? Uh, and what do you enjoy most about your role at, at Zillow? I cannot describe full set of responsibilities, right? Because most of projects are still uh, in like secret mode, but there are several big challenges which uh, I'm working on. So we want to make Zillow is like the best search engine in real estate, right? And there are a lot of very different types of improvement we have to do to make Zillow such a company. Of course, it's a lot of work in query understanding to understand complicated user queries as it come with like full semantic information. It's one big one, like if someone will uh, come to us with a query, uh, five bedroom house uh, in a good public school district close to downtown, uh, five, 10 minutes, uh, not more than 10 minutes traveling uh, to my office, just for example, right? How to retrieve proper uh, uh, documents, how and then also how to rank them appropriately, which is also a pretty big uh, problem for uh, such type of search and then how to represent them. So this one big part of agenda is creating the best experience in search domain for real estate on every side. There are many, of course, in like real estate transactions, there are many participants on different sides. So how to make this best experience. And then as there are other problems, again, I cannot tell much about from product part, what we are doing until we release to the public, to our business side consumers or to our consumers from uh, like real consumers which buy or sell houses. But there are several projects uh, which we invest heavily into natural language processing technologies. We have very big investment for us. We see a lot of big gain for Zillow as a company in uh, natural language processing and set of other technologies like again, uh, learning to rank technologies for search agent. Uh, there are several approaches and we are investigating which one is better. And of course, besides uh, machine learning and AI, a lot of like, we have a lot of users. We have 200 million users per month, active users coming to Zillow, how to scale this machine learning and artificial intelligence solutions, how to make them working within various certain tre uh, threshold, so within certain thresholds on throw output and low latency. So how to scale this uh, AI heavy solutions is another big challenge for us. 
So needless to say, you've got a lot on your plate, a lot of which, uh, which I know from speaking to you, you're very excited about that. You guys are really trying to change the industry and, and drive things forward with continuous innovation. And anyone who, who uses Zillow truly or, or any of the other platforms will notice it's ever evolving, adding in new features, which is, which is great to see. Um, switching focus then slightly uh, to your 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 leadership role and you've held many leadership roles along the way uh, with some incredible organizations it would be good to get some insight in and some of the things you've learned along the way from leading teams in apple walmart google um, and what are the, the as you build a, an engineering practice what are the most important things to you when building a successful engineering team what do you look for so i have a particular specialization building engineering teams for search, right? And I can talk from this point of view. Uh, there are several important from leadership point of view of several important uh, things, right? Uh, first, when you build engineering team in search, you tend to hire people who are, has very good academic background because you need to develop heavy machine learning based solutions. And one really important think how to make work interesting for such people such that they will be always excited they will be very well motivated such that uh you know like so that this solution will be that builds and solves these problems will be challenging for them this one and second like building this highly motivated team how to make it also very useful for business because what good about search it typically connected to uh frontline interactions of business with consumers right and from my experience it can be double digit into improvement of business like considering my practice my experience with walmart.com and uh apple right uh for example uh, we built a double digit improvement into business which goes through search and there are several important uh leadership leadership values here one have to do one leading such team so search, google is a special case because uh, google main business is search and advertisement and their search team is a core team of the business also while in other companies mostly outside google let's say like apple or walmart or zillow uh, search team is a technology team but uh, company businesses like uh, goes through the search but it's a, a bit separate business right and the very important uh, management of the search team is building good stakeholder relationship with businesses, uh, understanding business requirements, mapping them into technology space, and also explaining to business what technology team can do for them so they can, uh, they can understand what requirements they can come to us, how to understand search, how to map their business requirements to technology requirements, and how to use technology uh, achievements to improve business. And again, it can bring double digit in number of percent easily increased to most of businesses from my experience for e-commerce and uh, other type of businesses based on search. Another big important part of leadership for uh, like such technology teams is uh, how to keep team highly motivated, how to build a career development and personal development plan for every member of the team such that every team member feel satisfied stay for a long time typically again it takes like you know, like in search domain it, and then general machine learning domain artificial intelligence domain it makes some reasonable amount of time to make engineer very productive for the business of the company because engineer 
first, besides basic knowledge of machine learning, must understand business of the company, must understand infrastructure, software infrastructure of the company. So they must understand quite a lot of things to make their work useful for the company. And retention is very important. So, and to do retain, like to have a, a such that people don't leave, they must be highly motivated. They must like working for this company. And for this, it's really important to be busy and create for each person a good career development, also personal development as engineer or scientist or as a leader, so that everybody has a good development plan and team is very well motivated and cohesive and well functioning. That's really helpful. Some some very good insight into how you've been able to not just hire and scale, but maintain uh, teams in 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 an industry where it's incredibly difficult to hang on to top talent because there's always organizations looking to, to attract your best people. Um, one of the things you mentioned there, which I'd like to go uh, into in a little bit more detail is focusing on people, people uh, with strong academic background, which is obviously the, the focus, but with that, there's always the challenge from transitioning from academia to industry. You and I spoke previously about some of the things that you've focused on to help individuals when they, tra- when they transition from academia to industry. Uh, what's most important and what helps um, talented PhDs who are coming from a great academic or research background who are now just venturing into uh, the commercial professional setting. What can one do to, to ensure that they make that transition well and understand that there's a, an, an immediate or a very, a very near ROI that's required once you go into a, a professional setting? Yeah, it's a good question. I would split this question into two parts, right? First, how to get hired by engineering company and second, how to be a successful engineer or applied researcher there. So first, like if someone like also like transition from uh, uh, academia to industry, right? I had my PhD in computer science. I graduated the University of Manchester. I was in academia. I started working in Italian university in Bolzano and then I decided to move to Google, to industry and it happened to be Google. I think the most important, like what I see from interviewing many people, uh, like typically many people from academia come with very good background and they publish a lot of good papers, they get uh, achieve some remarkable results, but what many of them lack is good coding skills, right? Uh, and as, like in most cases, what I see, if someone from academia gets good coding skills, it's not necessary to know all languages. There are several like, uh, like in company does not require when they hire people from academia to know all languages. But to certainly show that this person can produce good, clean code, this person understands language, this person, she or he is programming in, uh, understand pretty well, can write good, clean code, and has good algorithmic knowledge. So besides traditional like machine learning knowledge, uh, also at least some basic algorithmic knowledge is required. So if someone from academia gets good uh, algorithmic knowledge, good problem solving, and also um, it, it's not required to know perfectly C++ or Python or Java, but to be capable to produce good code, clean code, and be capable to catch bugs on own without minimum help during interview is, I think it will be help in most cases to pass threshold and to get, to get hired by company such as Zillow or Google or Apple or any other industrial company. So this first part, how to get hired is besides good uh, academia knowledge is certainly good coding skills. 
and good algorithmic skills. How to get successful? Uh, I think there is another, what I saw sometimes, you get a really good person from academia who has incredible number of publications. But uh, working in industry requires a bit different time set, so it has a mindset, not requires a bit different mindset, right? Because uh, if you don't work, of course, in research lab, which aim only is to publish papers, in most cases in industry, you work in, uh, even in research lab or industrial department, which aims to improve business of the company, right? And frequently it requires different way how you solve problems. Uh, so like, you know, like uh, sometimes to produce a good paper, you can just prove this method does not work, you publish this and it's good, right? Uh, for business, you have to solve problem and find a good way. Sometimes you have to find on the way that several methods does not work, but your final solution that uh, you have to find the best method. And for this, rather than going long time on iterating and finding that this particular method does not work, you have to iterate very fast on several methods and find the most successful, right? So mindset is how to find successful solution, how to make it fast, taking into account a lot of a lot of restrictions in number of people you have access to, a number of data you have access to, a number of computational or memory power you have to do. So this sort of engineering mindset is very important for successful career of someone from academia within, in, within industrial settings. And of course, then also there are some other requirements to make successful career besides uh, having engineering mindset is also uh, be capable, to, like, you know, like in engineering, uh, you communicate a lot of with other people. It may be like you're working on, let's say, runtime stack, which serve models, but you have to work with uh, people which uh, deliver this data, right? Or you work with DevOps teams, how to uh, deploy your stack into production or uh, with some problems with SRE team or, or again with business stakeholders and you have to understand their needs. So it requires a lot of both written and oral communications within different teams. And it's also very important part of successful engineering career is to be capable to handle successfully uh, projects, to be capable to find uh, responsibilities, to be handled, to understand what your responsibilities, to be capable to deliver successfully and present your results to other engineering teams, to other research teams, to business stakeholder teams. So this effective, creating effective communications are very important for successful career in engineering. I think there were several very important pieces of advice there, um, which I hope everyone picked up on because it was really clear. Andre, taking taking a look at you know what you've done today, um, primarily focusing and specialising in search, where you've you've focused on, on various industries, but with the same skill set. What do you see as the evolution of of data related search, not just within prop tech, but as across all industries, and where the, where is the next major disruption coming from? Uh, so I see there are several big, uh, big uh, trends which are uh, going on in search domain, right? First of all, uh, so search you can split into several, like if you consider search stacks, there are several traditional uh, sets of technologies. One, what Sometimes people call search assist is how to help to formulate your queries. It's like type ahead or after suggest and uh, like other types of technologies to help you to navigate in query space. Second is understanding semantic queries when you type in natural language. And third is ranking and there are different interplays between them. So there is certainly going on very big progress recently in uh, natural languages part, how to understand complex queries. 
like first how to understand about what entities are mentioned to your query, how to understand semantic structure of your query. Perhaps you saw like recently Google two months or three months ago uh, make a report about how BERT model is used within Google. So in general, uh, it was two or three years, uh, for last two or three years, it was very big progress in natural language processing in, in academia and industry. And now you know, most of this goes to search domain, how to make these models working in production settings, how to make some simpler versions of these models working in production settings. So there is huge progress in search related to natural language processing, which will affect like step-by-step -step shows, of course, Google and other companies and Zillow. And then of course it will become widespread and every company uh, will use it over a certain period of time. Another big progress in search recently uh, is about ranking, right? So assume you want to rank documents and you retrieve documents and you have huge set of features, <coughs> big set of features, hundreds of them, how to build good ranking functions such that will build order of documents, which will uh, optimize your business function as a conversion if you people buy something or something else. And there was a lot of work mostly in the end of uh, previous decade and beginning of this decade in academia and several top search engines, you know, what they call learning to rank or machine learning based ranking. But now these technologies becomes very widespread and like part of open source. And a lot of progress in search will be done how to make these technologies applicable at wide settings such that any search engine which use them or use any of these open source technologies can very easily do uh, tuning ranking models to their needs. And it will be also a lot of interplay with the previous how to use query features, how to use information from query to do the best ranking. So I think for next several years, these two technologies will be dominating search field. First is natural language understanding using uh, BERT and other big networks and a uh, simpler version of these networks, making them in like uh, latency through output capable to handle production cases and then using this in production. And another is widespread of learning to run technologies outside of big search engines, but making them applicable to every search provider. What are you most excited about? What are you enjoying the most about your current role at Zillow and, uh, and what's in store for you guys in the future? What I really enjoy, we have a great team and we managed to make this team with people with different backgrounds. Some are really good engineers, some are good researchers and scientists, right? Working with people, with such people, is very exciting for me. And I think it's in any type of job, one selects like what your team, what are people you're working with is very important. And it's not only about people in search team within Zillow. It's like a bigger AI organizations. We are working in a lot of exciting projects very different from house price prediction up to uh, routing, what's the best routing options. And there are many, many different AI projects, both in like predictive uh, modeling, but and also AI infrastructure. It's one of big part what I enjoy. And second, I really enjoy this new field, like, you know, like what I said previously about productionalizing new NLP technologies, how like, you know, like there are a lot of, uh, huge achievements in NLP space now comes monthly. Like I follow all top conferences and every month happens something new. So as it was with computer vision, like five years ago, there is huge revolution in NLP space. And being on top of this revolution and bring this into production is also like very exciting from technical and research point of view, something to do. And I'm really excited about this. 
Excellent. Well, Andre, we really appreciate your time. Uh, a lot of learns here, a lot of great advice and guidance that um, is really helpful indeed. So thank you very much, Andre. Thank you very much. It was great to talk to you. AI in Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldus advantage. Become a member of the Aldus community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all those members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldous member and get the Aldous advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldous.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.